Hey everyone, Kitsy here. You may know me from uh, this podcast, Left of the Dial, that you're listening to right now. Hopefully this isn't your first episode, because this is a bit of a weird one. Uh, unfortunately, we're not able to bring you a regularly scheduled episode this week due to some unforeseen life circumstances. Uh, you know, as we always say, life comes at you fast, and sometimes it just throws you a curveball. Uh, everything's okay, everyone's fine. Uh, we just can't, uh, we just couldn't get together this week to do an episode. So we put together some outtakes from previous episodes just to give you something to listen to today. Uh, hopefully you enjoy that. Uh, if not, don't worry, we will be back next week with our regular scheduled uh, show with a record that we're going to talk about that we're very excited about. So uh, yeah, enjoy these outtakes for now. Hopefully uh, you can forgive us for not bringing you a new episode this week, and we'll be back next week with another record. So stay tuned. We hope you're all staying safe and healthy. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Hello and welcome to the Never Heard of It podcast. I'm your host, Michael Fight, And I'm Caleb Coy. And together we plumb the murkiest depths and scour the darkest corners of the internet in search of movies. Movies you might have missed. Or purposefully skipped over. We break down the madness and offer tiny tidbits of trivia. Or sometimes just yell into the abyss about how these movies ever got made. Catch a new episode every week. Speaking of dice, I watched a, uh, are you familiar with the YouTube channel Numberfile? No, but that just made me think of, that's number wing. <laughs> Uh, so number files is a YouTube channel surprise about math. Um, and they just had an episode about, um, Oh God, I'm I'm going to get this so wrong, but, uh, about the different properties of platonic solids of which uh, a dodecahedron is one, which is huh. the shape of, I forget which, which dice that is, but it's got a certain number of sides to it dodecahedron would be a 20 side 20 side okay and how it's the only um it's the only dice or well it's not really a dice thing but it's the only like uh platonic solid that is in a shape where you can start at one corner and walk in a straight line and come back to the corner you started at without touching any other corners right is this the uh, a new discovery about dodecahedrons? It actually is. Yes. Have you, oh, you you just looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like this is just <laughs> recently discovered. Of course, I'm going to watch this YouTube channel. Yeah. This this makes me think of like uh, going way back to Square One, uh, and I don't mean that as a pun. I mean the PBS TV show Square One uh, that was all about math. The only time in my life when I enjoyed math was when I watched that show as a kid. Nice. So, uh, so it's funny. So the song starts with a, a quote from the Shawshank Redemption, and you haven't seen the Shawshank Redemption. Uh, have you seen the show uh, "The Last Man on Earth," starring Will Forte? Not yet. Ah, uh, you should. Um, that looks very good. It is. I uh, I watched it. Um, I got hooked on it a couple years back, and watched like I think I got like hooked on it like two or three seasons, and I forget how many seasons there are, but like I I binged like a whole bunch of it at once because I was in like a. Um, I was in a shitty spot and uh, needed to, you know, occupy my mind, and so I watched a bunch of it. But there's uh, one of the recurring jokes of the uh, the show is that um, he meets uh, he meets this woman who ends up joining the group that uh, he's very attracted to, and she thinks he's like a fucking idiot because he is. And uh, <laughs> and she mentions that her favorite movie is Shawshank Redemption, 
to which he says, oh, yeah, it's mine too. Of course, it's a great movie. He's clearly never seen the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, oh, really? What's your favorite line from the movie? And he's confident as all hell just goes, it truly was a Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I just... And that is the extent of my knowledge of the movie, because I've also never seen it. Fun fact. That's fantastic. Uh, I, I do love now that I am I am armed with the ability, at least, that like if I found myself in that situation, I could just yell, I'll see you in hell before I see you in Reno. Uh, and at least for that moment, sound like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, we were just discussing, because uh, Ellen and I were Bob and Linda Belcher for Halloween, uh, and like eerily accurate once we got like all in costume. Uh, and I was like, you know, the only things that we're missing really are a restaurant and children. And she's like, thank fuck for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, restaurants are a lot of work. <laughs> They're a lot of work. Uh, and, you know, you can only have the children do so much of the work. Uh, <laughs> well, legally, anyway. Uh, legally, yes. I can't say for sure because I don't know. But uh, if you see them live, you'll see that he's got approximately 18,000 guitar amplifiers behind him. (laughs) (laughs) He's one of those guys. Just stacks and stacks and stacks of amps. Um, Which, for those of you following along at home, that's a lot like what it's like uh, like being on a video (laughs) call with Kitsy, uh, who also has about 18,000 guitar amps behind them. Yeah, it's not quite as many as 18,000, but it's close. (laughs) Um, but it's, it is at least 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. No, there's only 10 in this room. Ah, damn it. In this room. <laughs> there's seven more in my storage unit. Shut up. <laughs> Wait, no. How I far lied. away is the storage unit? There's 11. There's one, there's one hiding up there. I say I thought I counted one more. There's eleven. You're right. My bad. <laughs> but but not twelve. There's eleven. Fair. All right. I concede. Well, okay. Hold on. Do you do you count the sans amp as an amp? Because if so, then yes, there are twelve. I mean, it literally means without amp. So no. Okay. Remember that time a band slept on our floor and like someone literally slept in the kitchen and got real stoked when y'all made coffee in the morning. Oh, what was that? What? Who was that? It's the Jetty Boys. They were they had another band with them too though, didn't they? It was um They did. I can't remember who. The Roman line. Yes. Jetty Boys and Roman Line. Yeah. I had to get up super early and go to work the next day, which sucked. Yeah. Uh, but like you and Ellen got up and like we're making coffee and breakfast and they were like, Oh my god, this is amazing. I know. (laughs) Well, like I mean, think back to every time you've been on tour, if you woke up on someone's kitchen floor and they were like, I'm making you breakfast and coffee, how stoked would you be? Yeah, absolutely. And that, like, that was always one of the coolest things uh, at that time in my life is like, I stopped doing it, but like any chance I got to return the favor, like kind of pay it forward from like the kindnesses that people like paid to me, like that was always super fun. And so like, I loved hearing like uh, y'all tell me about like how stoked they were when they woke up. Yeah. That's actually one of my goals when I buy. Uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to buy a place this year in Philly, I think. And uh, one of my nice. goals is to get, like, have a spare bedroom where I can put like, you know, a couple of bunk beds in and just have like a, a good place for bands to stay when they're on tour. 
And then I can make them all breakfast in the morning and, you know. Just do like you do, do make a mean breakfast. I do make a mean breakfast. You once gave me an award for best breakfast in the apartment. That's true. Literally everything I know about cooking breakfast I learned from you. Well, then I'm sorry for anyone who has to eat your breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've changed everything since, but like, no. But the uh, basics, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not try the steak, although, uh, like, the big Texan is very much known for, like, their steak. Like, they have a restaurant as well. And, like, I mean, Texas in general is kind of known for their steaks. I mean, it's mostly cattle. The entire state is mostly cattle. Um, and so, like, the big Texan in, in general is, like, it's known for their massive steaks. That's their jam. But, like, uh, our friend was telling us, like, it took him, like, three times of sending the steak back to get one cooked properly. And I was like, God damn, like, this is your thing. Like, you've got to get that Ooh, right on yeah. the first try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he also messed with Texas. Or did Texas mess with him? <laughs> a little of both. Yeah. Texas, Texas will mess back. Yes, it will. Um, uh, I remember uh, Steve uh, experimented with something new on the menu at a Denny's in Texas and immediately regretted it. <laughs> uh, I've, I've told you this story before, and perhaps I'll tell it one day for, for bonus content on our podcast. But uh, on, tour, on tour once, I had a hangover in Texas that lasted three days. <laughs> yep i remember <laughs> although to be fair i did the drinking in kansas so <laughs> which like nobody blames you yeah uh but yeah spent three days in texas with a hangover uh that was a that was a rough that was a rough three days and i haven't been back to texas since that's actually not true i've been to austin <laughs> a few times since then I used to love Texas. One of my first memories of Texas was being there in February and getting a sunburn and thinking like, fuck all y'all back home digging out of the snow right now. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing a show like literally out on the, like, on the quad at like A&M, like outdoors in like the most Texas to February's. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to use Texas as a uh, as an adjective now. I love it. <laughs> and this is all Texas up. <laughs> In my notes when I, I mentioned that uh, I'm sorry uh was all choruses, I wrote down all boots. Uh and <laughs> that comes from uh, my 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 old buddy Augie that I used to work with at Apple who I actually ran into the other night when I was on my my binge uh, after listening to uh, Future Teens, um, I ran into him at, at my local bottle shop, and uh, he bought me a beer, and we were catching up. And I just remembered the story he told me when, like, he and his buddy were out, like, high out of their minds one night, and went to a McDonald's, uh, and his buddy uh, walks up and orders, "Yeah, uh, give me a, a twenty-piece nuggets, all boots." <laughs> <laughs> and like to this day, I will just sometimes say, all boots. Because <laughs> you know, like some of them are kind of shaped like boots. And those are the best tasting ones. Everyone knows that. Uh, yeah, they totally are. <laughs> when you think about that, so, it, yeah. it is kind of weird. There's only four McNugget shapes. <laughs> it's all choruses. All boots. All boots. <laughs>
make sure you remember that you're tuned down. Uh, and then like the next time you write a song uh, and like you swear you had the capo on the fourth fret and realize that it like you really have to play it on like the second or third, remember that you were fucking tuned down when you wrote it. Not that that's ever happened to Did you. Did I tell you? Did I tell you that story about when we recorded Empty Bottles? Yeah. And Josh is like, no, like I listened, like I played along with, and I was like, I, I, I wrote this with the capo on the fourth fret, Josh. He's like, I played along with your recording and it's on the third. And I was like, no, like it's definitely on the fourth. He's like, wait, didn't you play it on Kitsy's guitar? I was like, yeah. He's like, didn't Kitsy always tune down a half step? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So. There it is. We were both right. <laughs> we were both right. Because I put the, the capo on the fourth fret and was playing along. I was like, dude, this is totally wrong. Like, what did you, like, what key did you play this in? <laughs> I, just, I just listened to the earth and figured it out. Uh, uh, wild. Uh, yeah, we're going to go out on uh, In a Body Like a Grave by Japan Droids from the album Near to the Wild Heart of Life. I'm going to try that again because I stumbled over it. We're going to go out here on In a Body Like a Grave. I did it worse that time. You'll get there. We'll see. How much time do you have? <laughs>